Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens from Danfoss Cooling. In today's podcast, we'll touch on something slightly different, a niche that we as technicians are not so familiar with, or rather a small corner of the world of refrigeration that only a few refrigeration technicians are working with. It's probably a bit much to call it exotic, but then let's call it interesting seen from a technical perspective. It's about transport cooling. And I've invited another colleague for an interview, Stefan Vesch, who knows everything worth knowing about transport cooling to let us have a small glimpse into the transport cooling and the challenges facing us in that area of cooling and what it implies for companies like Danfoss that supplies components to this narrow but quite essential corner of refrigeration. Hello Stefan, um, thank you for taking your time for, for, for a short interview. Um, Stefan, could you please uh, introduce yourself? Uh, what, what are you doing here at Danfoss? Sure. Uh, hi Jens, my name is Stefan Wesch and I'm working here as a global application specialist for commercial refrigeration. And, and one big part of this uh, is uh, transport refrigeration, uh, where we want to talk about today a little bit. So when we're talking about transport cooling or uh, transport refrigeration, it's a it's a wide area i understand yeah that's that's, that's right it's uh, it's about uh, truck and trailer transport on the road for food transport on on the road it's uh, transport of food in, in in cooled containers over sea and it's also that we want not to talk uh, where we want not to talk a lot about uh, also bus climate uh, rail climate and stuff like that but very very big field is uh, the the cooling or the, the transportation of cooled food mm. and frozen food yeah and it's mostly fruit oh sorry it's mostly food that we're talking about when we're talking about yeah. uh, transport cooling. That, that's what what normally needs yeah. needs cooling if you if you if you uh, transport clothes clothes uh, over the ocean then does not does not really matter whether no. it's it's no. cold or hot maybe maybe if, if there is some some do not know how it's how it's called uh, some 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 stuff is in there but what is eating the stuff the, 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 the clothes and then it yeah. might be necessary to have it cooled or yeah. uh, somehow humidity controlled yeah <laughs> box and germs and whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and and talking about transporting, that will be, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, transporting could be global in the sense that you could go from the very most hot space in 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 the world to the almost the coldest uh, yeah. spot. Yeah, in, in, in principle, it, it, it's a, it's it's an easy example. In, in principle, already in, in Europe, if you start in, in 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 Finland, very high north, then you can have minus thirty degrees, and if you go go south to south of Spain, uh, then it might be plus twenty degrees mm. in, in 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 winter time already. And if you go to North Africa, that's not 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 very far from from Spain, then it might be even even hotter there. Yeah. And you you have to to uh, do all that 
different temperatures with with one application with the same application you cannot change any components you have to use uh, the valves that are in that application for for all different different uh, temperature ambient temperatures yeah so so the same system the same container the same truck could actually be exposed to from minus 30 to plus 40 50 maybe even easily yeah, yeah. that can easily happen so that is quite a challenge, I'd say. Yeah. That's a challenge, and and besides that, uh, that cooling problematic. It's also uh, if you think about uh, different roads, and, oh, yeah. and bumpy roads. That that's that's also a big challenge. That all the components have to have to withstand all the all the bumps and shocks and and all the stuff that are coming from 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 the road from. If if you think about uh, sea transport, if if there's a rough sea, then then the, the ship is going up and down, and that that's of course challenging for for all uh, components inside such a system. Yeah, yeah, could imagine that uh, it puts quite some demand on on the components itself. Yeah. Um, so, uh, are you? Uh, when you when you're building a transport system, whatever system it is, if it's a, a container or whatever, what what considerations are you taking when constructing such a, a system? Uh, at first, as I, as I as I mentioned, it has to normally to be used in in, in different uh, different temperature zones. It has to withstand the the transport uh, the shocks that are coming from transport, and also you have to think about. Uh, what uh, do uh, do I want to 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 build here? Is it only one temperature? Is it more temperature groups? You can can easily have three temperature groups in in, in one one trailer. Then of course you have to think more about uh, okay, I, I have one valve in one uh, in one room, and it's and, and that valve has to 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 manage uh, temperature uh, of ambient temperature between minus thirty and plus fifty. And at the same time, it has to manage a temperature inside the, the box between uh, minus uh, 25 and, and, and plus 7. Okay, so you would actually have, well, a box uh, with several uh, different evaporators then? Yeah. Uh -huh. in, in, in truck uh, climate, uh, you can, can, or trailer climate, truck and trailer climate, you can easily have three different temperature mm. groups. It's, it's very often the case. If you think about a supermarket, if you go in a supermarket, then they, they have normally a part frozen foods and they have food at, at, at lower temperatures above zero and at a little bit higher temperatures above zero. And all that stuff normally comes with one truck or trailer to the supermarket. And therefore they have to, to take care that, that they, they can, can, can manage it. Wow, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's, that's pretty pretty much to to comprehend so to speak in in in, uh, in one box um, but can you tell us a bit about what Danfoss has done uh, say in this respect yes of course we have to qualify all our components that are used in in, in that business for this uh, shock uh, stuff on on, on, on on different road profiles or sea profiles we have we are doing uh, shock testing here in in, uh, in our facilities uh, to qualify that for, for for our customers 
And of course, we test our, our valves in our temperature chambers and, and also we are working together with our, with our customers and, and put their applications into our, into our ADCs, our labs here in, 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 uh, in the world and, and try to, to qualify our products and show our customers that, that our products are able to manage their demands. Mm. Uh, customers are those who build uh, uh, trucks and containers. Yeah, the customers are, are the, 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 the companies that are building these systems. Yeah. 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 So, so if we take an example, um, let's just take uh, the, the TXV, for instance. How would you say that, uh, how would you qualify a, a TXV to uh, transport cooling? Normally, our customers are coming to us and tell us what they need. Mm. Sometimes, of course, we have to discuss a little bit because uh, sometimes uh, it's difficult to define the need in the right way. But, but normally, we manage that together with our customer. And then we set up a test, which is described by, by the customer and us together. And then we are, we are running this test in our, in our uh, climate chambers and, and, and show afterwards and show with the results of this test that, that our valve can or our components can 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 are doing what was a customer wants them to do yeah. so that's that's a you could say the the temperature part of things yeah but uh, what about the mechanical stuff i mean uh, like you said before they are exposed to some quite drastic uh, mechanical stresses yeah we are uh, for example uh, If, if you talk about uh, salt and, and stuff like that, if you think about use on, on, on in, in containers, sea transport and stuff like that, we are doing salt spraying for for some uh, some days, some weeks. It's all, always depending on the standards that are uh, in, in in place for that, or or the the internal standards at our at, at our customer. And we are doing this test, and then after afterwards we can decide together with the customer whether the valve or the component is is uh, is ready for for that use. Okay, and vibration tests. And vibration right? tests we are yeah. also doing uh, in 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 our uh, facilities. Uh, and, and we try to to get uh, normally we we we, uh, we get a profile from our customer how, how how it looks how how they see it according to their experience and then we we, we drive in in, in, in in theory on on, on a on a uh, shaking table uh, a bumpy road mm. over over a long time and and try to do a live live testing with that with yeah. that profile I see yeah. Okay, but the live test, so to speak, with the entire system will be at the customer. It's it's not Danfoss who is doing that. That's not Danfoss. We are only doing the let's say theoretic test, maybe also uh, hands-on test. Of course, we we are not only uh, we are we are not uh, calculating that stuff. We have to to test it in in, in reality. We can of course do some simulations. Mm -hmm. What's coming more and more, but at the end of the day, you have to to test it. In, in, in at, at the right temperature, at the right condition, and and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And if we have qualified it in our lab, then uh, the customer will put it into the into their application. And then normally they are doing kind of field test and and uh, will test some components uh, or, or some 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 uh, numbers in, in 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 their in their application. And if they finish this test after, do not know. 
half a year, one year, whatever it, 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 it takes, yeah. then they, they start buying. Yeah. At least that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going for. Yeah. Okay, let's take uh, another example of uh, another component, say uh, the solenoid valve, for instance. Uh, are there any specific demands for, for that component? What, what would you say uh, a typical solenoid valve uh, in a transport cooling should be able to, uh, to withstand? Yeah, it's 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 again this uh, this shock vibration thing that that's a big problem for 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 solenoid valves, and another uh, Im- important point is uh, that there might be a lot of lot of dirt inside such an application. It's difficult to 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 uh, know on beforehand how much, but always if you open a, a cooling circuit, then you can get uh, dirt in, into this into the system. E- also, if you if you if you build it up in new up, then then it, it might it is of course possible to get dirt in, into inside into the system, and then it can easily happen that you get uh, get some some dirt particles in in the solenoid valves, mm-hmm. which uh, in, and if that happens, then after some time they they might be blocked, then they will not open anymore or not close anymore. Doesn't matter, it it does not work. No. Oh. That, 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 that's of course a, a big challenge. And then might be, might be additionally, uh, you know, you need uh, electricity. Yeah. And if it's coming from a, a generator, it might not be that stable always and different temperatures and so on. That could also be yeah. a challenge. Just, just to dig a bit deeper in, into this uh, electrical stuff, um, you, you, you could say that the Electricity for for driving the entire system is actually generated on the spot, so to speak. Yeah, right? they, they they have uh, they have uh, batteries. They 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 are using they are using a diesel engine to to drive an, an open compressor, and at the same time they have connected to this. Uh, it's it's connected wire belts, and then then they have also connected a, a generator like you know it from your from your car. Mm. And with this generator, they they they, they charge a battery, okay, to 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 uh, supply the, the things that need uh, electricity. Yeah, so it's 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 both. Uh, well, that's that's a DC generator. Is that correct, or is is that converted into AC? Or? Yeah, it's converted into AC. It's it's in, in batteries, like you know it from your car. Yeah, they they also convert it to 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 uh, to DC and then store it. Uh, yeah, store it in in, 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 in the battery. Okay, yeah. it's normally twelve volt in in, 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 in your car, which you use uh, to to drive uh, mm-hmm. to work, and in in such uh, truck uh, installations, it's it's very often twenty four volts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Stefan, again for your time and your deep insight into this fascinating corner of refrigeration. We would greatly appreciate feedbacks and suggestions to future refrigeration topics, or if you have specific questions to this episode, please leave a comment on the page or site where you downloaded this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you soon for the next episode. Until then, stay cool. (laughs) 